did someone say unleashed? Welcome to the truth in politics, culture wars, and that chaos of unleashed entertainment talk. Expand your mind now with D, live on the radio, and the Daily Shot of Freedom podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com, where most people stop, D begins. We talk about everything. Almost unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic starts now. We are absolutely live today. Good morning to you. It is uh, Tuesday, y'all. What say you? I say it's Tuesday, January 23rd, and I say we are live on the radio and also on Facebook Live right now at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Check out the Facebook page. You'll see the video feed, the audio feed. Jump in the comments section. Get involved in the uh, show. Broadcasting live out of WPBP 104. And that's 104.3 FM, you guys. 104.3 FM. So, thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Got a big show coming up today, you guys. It is Tuesday. Like I said, January 23rd, 2024. Today is the New Hampshire primary, the Republican primary. Um, So, that's awesome. The Republican primary tonight going down Donald Trump versus never Nikki Haley. Again, Donald Trump versus never Nikki Haley. So, we'll see how that goes. There's so many people saying that, you know, obviously the, uh, the news, of course, the mainstream media is pushing the... Nikki Haley, uh, the New Hampshire, because of all of her donors and because she connects with the so on and so on. But look, she is spending hundreds of millions of dollars, you guys. And look, they're not going to stop putting the money. They actually want Nikki Haley as the candidate, they being the progressive Democrats. They act like they don't, but they do. They really do. And uh, that's unfortunate. And also what's crazy, in uh, the state of New Hampshire, the Democrats are switching parties real quick, which is legal there. And they're going to vote for Nikki Haley just to block Trump. Sad world we live in, but that's what's going on. They also have the Joe Biden, excuse me, the Joe Brandon Biden write-in, where you can write his name in, campaign that's going on there. But look, these Democrats, these progressive lefts, they are the kings, the queens, and the all-time biggest voter fraud folks. So it's just another day for them because they have no heart, no soul. No heart, no soul. And uh, that's what they do, y'all. So let me know if you can hear me out there. Chime in on Facebook Live. Also, we have a text line at 769-208-3809. Again, 769-208-3809. 3809. That is the All Star Mobility Medical Inc.com. Again, Mobility Medical Inc.com. Brought to you text line, okay? So please hit me up. We're always looking for fresh new information because let me tell you this the information dump in this country every 15 to 20 minute cycle is unbelievable. Never in our life did we think we would be where we are today, y'all, with the insane stuff. And it is, my friends, it is, my friends, insane. So, 
enough about that. Let's talk about you guys out there. The wonderful people that listen to this show. The people that, like I like to say, we're wide awake, but we're definitely not woke. But we are wide awake. And I'll tell you this. People from all walks of life are waking up, and that's a good thing. That's a real good thing. But we have to continue. We have to continue to continue to wake people up because it's if we don't you guys look americans are sick and tired sick and exhausted of what's going on we never thought we'd see these days but they're here so we can't cower we can't give up we just can't we have to continue forward forward moving forward finding the positive out of the negative but realizing at the same time that they're pulling the pillowcase over our face daily with the nonsense, okay? They just are. And the only way to stop that, y'all, is to continue us moving forward. So, good morning to Barrett, good morning to Cindy, good morning to Deb, and all you other nice folks that are already checking in. And uh, like I said, we do this every day Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 8.30 Central Time. And that's 104.3 FM, The Pirate, along with the TuneIn app and on Facebook Live, the live shot video in studio at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. And then right after that is the podcast, which is uploaded to UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. And uh, you, all of you rather, can check that out on any platform, any platform. So... With that being said, welcome again. I'm not sure our Facebook thing is working this morning because I got another community standard warning, which we get a lot. So if you can hear me, let me know. If you can't, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so with that being said, we're going to get this thing started right now. So like I said earlier, obviously... The um, the um, okay, so I'm getting messages now saying Facebook will not let me comment. Huh? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start the. Uh, we're gonna start this video over again and see what they do to us this time. How about that? How about that? We will do that. But while we're doing that, let's go ahead and talk. So, as I was saying today, it, you know, it may not look so important right now to everybody, but each and every single one of these primaries in the Republican conservative primary is important. Why, you say? Because they're going to come after Trump like you've never seen in our entire life. And I do mean that, along with the 91 charges and the court dates, all of that, they're going to continue, okay? They're going to continue. And uh, what we can do, you say, well, what we can do, what can we do about it, Daryl? They're going to continue. This country's doomed. They're going to cheat. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Listen, do not give up. Do not give up. Because that's what they want us to do is give up. And we're not doing that here. We're not going to do that. 
We don't even want to talk that way at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We just don't. And uh, the people that do want to talk that way, hey, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that you're giving up, okay? Because to us and the, and the actual conservative people that believe in the real conservative values, even if you're not for Donald Trump, the people who believe in fair elections understand what these people are trying to do. Okay, they just do. And we cannot continue down the road of madness. We just can't, you guys. If we want to save the country, we have to start doing that today. Not tomorrow, but today. Today, you guys, today. So, I don't know. But uh, what? I, let me. we're going to work on this live feed. I'll be right back. All right, we're back. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We are down on Facebook, so I'm getting a lot of messages. Let, just letting y'all know, okay? As of the moment, it is out of my control, all right? It is out of my control due to community standards. Community standards has told me that we have broken the community standards rules. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What else is new, right? What else is new? It just seems to happen that way. Does it not? Does it not? So, here's the deal. We can continue to worry about it. We can just keep talking. And we're going to keep talking because I've, I've tried all the uh, nonsense to get around Facebook's, you know what. So, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, we were discussing the um, the insanity, of course, which is going on in the country. And we're going to have a guest today, and that guest is going to be Mary Jo Perry. Man, I'll tell you what, I stopped by yesterday and and met her and met some of the team that's traveling around the country on behalf of our children, our children's rights when it comes to crazy stuff, mandates, vaccines, etc. These are good American people, and so many people have lost their way or their Unfortunately, they're family members with hospital protocols and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it, it is a, I tell you, it's a moment that will open your eyes like nothing else. Because first of all, anything to do with children, and trust me, there's a lot of adults too, but anything to do with children is a different feeling you get, you know, in your heart, your soul. It just sinks and then, I mean, it sinks fast because these are the children, people. It's no different from that feeling you get with human children trafficking and pedophilia. It's that same feeling, that same feeling because children cannot take up for themselves. You know, they just can't. And that's scary but it's unfortunate and it's what's going on in this country y'all it is so along with all of that then you have the uh the maniacs out there that are literally still to this day wanting to get 60 and 70 it's like 70 vaccines in your quote lifetime i mean really 
And, you know, if you watch any kind of TV or you watch any kind of commercials or any type of event on TV, you're going to see nothing but vaccine commercials from everything to a headache to COVID to any type of flu pneumonia. They're talking about HIV vaccines. It's all of that, y'all. It's all of it. Pretty scary times, right? Pretty scary times. Just unfortunate. That's all I can say. It's just unfortunate. So um, it is what it is. I don't necessarily agree with any of this. Okay? I just don't. But this is where we are as a country. It's where we are as a country. I don't know what else to say regarding that. I just don't. If I did, I would tell you now. But I, I can't tell you because I, I don't get it. Why we're, Why people such as Fauci and those evil people who need to be charged and in jail. Dr. Fauci, for sure. I mean, really. This guy has been doing bad things to people since way, 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 way back. I mean, including AIDS, okay? Including AIDS. Don't think for a minute he wasn't a major part of that, okay? Don't think for a minute he wasn't a major part of that. Because he was, y'all. Just like these hospital po protocols that were given to people. Remdesivir and all that. It's, it's insane, okay? It is insane. So, I don't know how else to put it to you, but I do know that part. And we, as people, we, we have to start standing up to all this tyranny because even if you're not religious or even if you're not whatever, even if you're not a Republican or whatever your qualifications is, you all have to realize at some point, you all have to realize at some point, that if nothing else, this is a money-making scam off of all of us. It just is. So not including what these things will do to you physically. Think about what they will do to you or what they're doing to the American people. They're making money off of basically putting you at risk to have numerous health problems or death. I mean, it's that simple. Or death. It's not just vaccines. Think about Big Pharma, what they're doing to people. Seriously. And then on top of that, think about the wide open border that is allowing fentanyl crisis to happen. And look, we talk about it every day on this show. It's not just the fentanyl, people. It's not just fentanyl. It is everything, okay? It's everything. So all the drug industry, all the drug, big, big, big time pharma. They, you know, at the end of the day, it's about money, people, and power. It's nothing else. And when I say power, these people are the special interest groups for the uh, for the politicians, of course. It is, you know, look, it's. It happens, y'all, and it happens on every party level, not just a conservative, not just a Democrat, 
because all so many different politicians, regardless of their political affiliation, are uh, they're involved, y'all. On so many sides, okay? On so many sides, they're involved. And and that's unfortunate, but it, it is just true, okay? It just is. Um, but yes. So, anyway, our, our text line is 769-208-3809, 769-208-3809. We were able to get back on Facebook Live as well. You can check out the live feed at Unleashed Entertainment Talk. And then we're also, the podcast is uploaded right after the radio show at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. And again, today is Tuesday, January 23rd. It is New Hampshire Republican Primary Day with Nikki Haley, never Nikki, hashtag never Nikki, going up against Donald J. Trump. So, anyway, insanity, right? (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. But, you know, I put some of these vaccines. Look, we all had, you know, I don't know, in my generation, when we were kids, we had less than 10 vaccines. And when I was out yesterday meeting some of the people that are traveling across the world, the United States, the United States of America, and they're on a tour bus, and the signatures all over that bus are people that have had massive health problems or death there there's assigned a number okay and it explains whether it was hospital protocol or whether it was uh you know whatever complete death from a covid vaccine or some other vaccine you know but that's not much different from uh, child trafficking it's just not and uh, we, we're not going to stay on this long because we talk about it so much. And we have a special guest today. That's why I wanted to bring all this up. She is the president of a couple of fantastic organizations. One being the uh, co- the conservative coalition right here in Mississippi and also the MPVR Vaccine Rights PAC. She is the co-director and director of them as well. So... Those are things that need to be talked about. But another thing that needs to be talked about, and we do talk about it a lot on this show, but it's been just a minute because of the because of the cycle of news has been depending so much on today in the state of New Hampshire, of course, as they're going into the primary. And then we're going to really, after I play this sound bite, we're going to hit on that. And then we're going to extremely hit on the insanity that is happening with the Supreme Court in the state of Texas. See, it's unacceptable. I mean, we don't know what happened to this country, but we do know something happened, all right? We do know. We do know something happened. And that something lately has not been positive, unfortunately. It just hasn't. But Donald Trump, in one of his... Latest clips, I believe, was last night. Yep, it was. Last night, you guys, telling the American people, telling the American people a very important small phrase, small phrase, but large action. And I'll use Title 42 to end the child trafficking crisis by returning all trafficked children to their families in their home countries 
immediately. It's so important, y'all. These people are getting these children over here from other countries, and then they are putting them to work in the escort business, the porn business, the uh, illegal backroom hard work all day for pennies on the dollar. The same thing they're doing to people in China, y'all. I mean, what has the mentality of the United States of America become? Well, I'll tell you this. The progressive left, the Democratic Party, this is the way they want it. This is all part of the big plan, the beginning plan. It just is. We can sit back. We can talk about it. But we all know we're going to come to the final answer, which is that. It's that. And look, Peter Ducey, <laughs> I got to hand it to him. He has to go sit through KJP every day, okay, every day, highlighting her biggest lies on camera for the American people. Yesterday, we played a clip where describing that, you know, KJP gets busted for actually doing Joe Biden's Twitter slash X messages that are going out. Well, we all knew that 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 Joe Biden can't be doing them. We knew that it had to be his staff. But it's pretty low when it's KJP, his supposed spokesperson. But they don't care, people. They do not care. They don't care about the the Honduras who just got charged with sexually assaulting a Virginia minor. They don't care about that. I have a clip I'm going to play in a little while. It's pretty freaking scary, all right? But I don't play all this stuff to scare people. We do this to make people aware because the bottom line is you got to be aware because all this stuff is happening, and it's happening right now. We are UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Stick around. It is uh, Tuesday, January 23rd. It's uh, primary day, Republican primary, New Hampshire. But they really need to change the name of it over in New Hampshire because they have a weak Nikki Haley supporting governor going on over there. And they also allow people to switch their party <laughs> and vote from Democrat for Nikki. Okay. These are the big money donors that have talked them into it or paid them into it, whatever the case may be. Good morning to Anita Barrett, Mike Silva in the house today, and Debbie. So, yeah, we're back on Facebook. I'm not going to talk, say their name, though, right now. <laughs> Won't give them any credit. We're going to be moving this program over to Rumble, probably. So if you don't have a Rumble account, please get one. And uh, so... With that being said, we're going to talk about a few different things now. We're going to head. We were just heading in this direction as we went to the legal break there on the show, but the authorities in Fairfax County, Virginia, and of course 
Ducey, Peter Ducey, the poor guy is stuck in the room with KJP every day. Kareem Jean-Pierre. But um, another person that's extremely dumb. Let's just admit it. Okay. Kind of in the same category with the AOC. You know what I mean? Good morning, butter swish in the house, John. An American patriot, you guys. That's right. That's what we are. And we're proud to be one. Okay. We just are. But anyway, I thought this was interesting because they always go back to Joe Biden is actually doing all kind of stuff for the border. It's the Republicans' fault. It's the conservatives' fault. She's just a paid puppet liar. Authorities in Fairfax County, Virginia, ignored an ICE detainer. They released an illegal immigrant from Honduras who was charged with sexually assaulting a Virginia minor and production of sexual abuse material. Doesn't that go to show that as record numbers of people appear at the border, you guys have no idea what kind of people are coming into this country? Let me just say, uh, first of all, this is why the president is having negotiations with the Senate senators, Republicans and Democrats, right, for the past couple of weeks to deal with what's going on at the border security, right, as it, re as it relates to border security. This is why the president on day one put forward a comprehensive immigration plan that more than three years now, Congress didn't do anything about. But he's appreciative that we're having these conversations in the Senate. We've, de we've deployed additional troops uh, and federal <laughs> agents to the border who have, by the way, returned more than 482,000 uh, individuals since May. That's, that's what we've been able to do. L-I-E, uh, L-I-E, L-I-E, exclamation point. Blame on someone else. Blame on someone else. Blame on someone else. Can you imagine to get paid decent money probably probably big money actually big money to absolutely lie every single day of your life to the american people of all things all right they don't care people they never have they never have and quite frankly a lot of them on both sides of the political party republican or democrat don't doesn't care now, obviously, the conservative part of the Democrat Party, which is getting smaller and smaller due to the insanity around the country, um, they do care, okay? And we have to stand up and fight with those people. We do. We have to stand up and fight with those people. That's the extreme reason that so many patriots, so many veterans, so many law and order people police, etc., so on, military people. They stand with Donald Trump. That's the reason. You know, everybody, everybody being the Democrat Party or the never-Trumpers, they can't fathom that in their mind, which just goes to show you that they do not care about anything of value. They just don't. To them, something valuable is a lie, or a narcissistic Marxist agenda, propaganda, rhetoric, etc. It's very interesting that she expressed so much concern, by the way, her being KJP. You know, she tried to express so much concern over the woman and the two children who drowned in the river coming here illegally.
She expressed a little more outrage and sympathies over their deaths than she did them coming over here illegally because they want the... She didn't express any of that for the United States citizen, though, that was killed. Okay? That, that should tell you something right there. I know it tells me something. She expressed way more concern over the illegal immigrants. And look, I don't want anybody to die. I don't care where you're from. I don't want you to die. We're not evil people. But that's not the point, you guys. It's not the point. Okay? It's not the point. The point is... They care more about someone that's not American than they do us who are American at this point. They being the entire Joe Biden administration. The immigration plan from day one was to weaken the border. Admittedly from Joe Biden himself. It came out of his mouth. So they will try to lie every day because that's what they do. The Biden administration is really focused on fast-tracking their illegal entry. Not stopping them, though, but fast-tracking their entry. That's the part, y'all. David Hall said they're chaos agents, period. Of course they are. Mike Silva said KJP lies and insults our intelligence every single day. She's arrogant, unapologetic, and proven to be wrong over and over. And the oath is the Constitution... Just like David said, y'all, one of our fantastic, wicked smart listeners, the oath is to the Constitution, not to the government that perverts it. Thank y'all for the comments, by the way. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we just got a text message at 769-208-3809 from Eric. There will not be another foot a wall constructed under my administration. Remember that? I do, because that's what Joe Biden said. Go back and watch the clip. Thanks for the text. So true, y'all. So true. Someone text that didn't leave their name and said it's all about raiding the treasury. Hey, you know what? I will not put anything past these people. All right. What they will say, though, what the press will say every day that it's Republicans, it's MAGA extremists, it's their fault. They need more funding. These people are the absolute worst when it comes to caring about their own people. They just are. They're, they just are. On day one, y'all, day one, Joe Biden and them did all this. Now, yeah, there are a lot of things that need to be changed and there needs to be a path forward and there needs to be laws in place. These bills need to go through and all that. However, the president of the United States could stop this in one day. And when people say Donald Trump's sitting there saying he can stop it in one day, that's not possible. But it is, y'all. It really is. It Honestly. There is a, a sudden emergency measures that they can put in place to stop it immediately. 
until a bill is pa is passed. It's just true. But they always have the non-answer answers. The non-answer answers. Except for one answer. It's all Trump's fault. Period. Doesn't matter what else is going on in the entire world. Sickening, y'all. It is a sickness. Trump derangement syndrome is a sickness, A, with the normal citizens. It's a sickness. But don't, don't be, don't think that the elitists, it's a sickness in a different way with them. Because, sadly, they're all elitist human traffickers. They're involved. They're making money off of everybody's back, drugs, etc. More money, faster processing and release. It just is, y'all. And they will bold-faced lie to you. And they're the absolute ones that are letting it happen. We all know it. And honestly, at this point, everybody knows it, y'all. Just get on social media. All the, Even the young people, the black and brown people, the Asian people, everybody knows what is happening now. But my question to you people out there listening is, all you people that know what's going on, what are we going to do about it? Okay? Hating Donald Trump is not going to do any good. Okay? Because Nick, Nikki Haley is not the answer, y'all. Nikki Haley is not the answer. Again, that is a non-answer to me. It's a non-answer. I do not want another neocon. I do not want another George Bush versus Obama campaign. I don't. We have come a long way since then. Why go backwards to the same old, same old? You have to have a strong person, peace through strength, someone that's not scared of the deep state, administrative state, and the bureaucrats, which is Donald Trump. That's why they will stop at nothing, and I do mean nothing. Okay? I can't sit here and honestly tell you that this man won't go to jail. I can't. But I can sit here and honestly tell you that all the things that they're doing to him, the American people can see it. We're not blind and stupid. Okay? What's separating us right now from a third world country? Not much. Not much at all. And that was a text message from April. She said, what's separating us now from a third world country? And my answer is not much at all. Very little. The only difference is we have guns still. Legally. But other than that, not much. Not much, you guys. So, lawful pathways is what she said. Lawful pathways for pedophiles? I mean, seriously. These are the questions that need to be asked to her. I mean, lawful pathways for what? Fentanyl to kill more of our children and quite frankly people in general Are you kidding me? But no, the problem is we're not kidding. Okay, we're just not We are not kidding 
these useless press conferences that KJP does every day to cover Biden's butt and talk about things that are blatantly lies. Blatantly. They just are. And, and people are like, oh, you just want to talk about Biden. You just want to push Trump. No. If anybody was doing this, I don't care if their last name is Biden or whoever. I would still be calling them out because we have a country to save. And right now we're not doing a great job at it, people. Right now we're letting the elitist, the progressives, and the far-left Democrats run over everyone. That's just what we're doing. China, China, CCP. Is that what y'all want? You may think that. You may think that, but I promise you, you don't want it, people. Is there a lot of bad Congress and senators? Of course there is on both sides, y'all. There just is. Because they're thinking about their pocketbook, okay? They're thinking about their pocketbook. So, again, Trump was right way back by saying these people are, are sending their best military-age folks over here for a reason. You figure it out, y'all. And yet people, people out there in this country, y'all, will still vote for this evil again. They will still vote for the Marxists, the puppets. I mean, they just will. And that's unfortunate. But you even hear the Democrat Party now in the large cities that are getting overran, saying, keep it up, Democrats. Keep it up. Enough is enough. They're saying it, y'all. But they're also, some of those people that are saying it, will still vote for the Democrat Party because they hate Trump so much. They have been programmed. They've been programmed since 2015 when he announced it to hate him. Why? Because he wasn't a politician and he's still not one. So on day one, Joe Biden reversed every Trump border program. Okay, Let, let's be clear with that. Do not believe the hype you hear on the mainstream media. On day one, POTUS being Joe Biden, I can't stand putting those two words together. But yes, he did reverse Trump's border program. And here we are. It really is that simple, y'all. Here we are.
back on a Tuesday primary day in New Hampshire, which would be Donald Trump going up against Never Nikki. Never Nikki Haley. Never Nikki Haley is the true definition of a neocon, a rhino, and unfortunately, an extreme rhino. Nikki Haley is the definition of a money warmonger who wants all the cash money, who wants all the cash money off the backs of the people. Nikki Haley admittedly saying she wants the tax back up to 23 to 25%. Of course she does. Of course she does. She wants you to have to put your identification on social media so you can be tracked. Of course she does. Any of these things sound familiar? Quote, Marxism, socialism, CCP. She loves China, wants to work with them. The next day she says, oh no, we have to go against China. Lie after lie after lie. I played a complete collage of lies that she's been busted on. But the one she continues to go out on the streets and talk about is not a lie. It's what she wants. Is to move your Social Security up to 70 years old. Okay? Why? To hurt the people out there? Because that's what it's going to do. To hurt the veterans, the older people? She says, well, you know, it's for the 20-year-olds. Well, maybe. Maybe. But why mess with it? She says, oh, well, it probably won't be around. Well, it probably won't, Nikki. Thanks to people like you who like to spend all the freaking money and put us at 34 to $35 trillion in debt right now as we speak before you get into office. Before you do. All right? Now, I've seen this next audio clip before I've heard it. I have to do a little giggle every time I hear it because these type people, when I was talking about KJP and I was talking about all that stuff earlier, Okay, all that stuff. These people who have these bureaucrat spots, these deep state, administrative state spots all over the country, not just in D.C., on local levels, the Department of Education, so on and so on. They have these big spots. They are 1,000% insane, y'all. Okay? These are the very people, okay? These are the very people who are making decisions about your children when adults, parents, need to be making decisions. I'm not saying all of them don't. I know a lot of people that stay involved because you have to stay involved. Because if you take the eye off the ball, they will. They will, in fact, do a quarterback sneak before you can breathe. These are the people, y'all. Okay, quickly, so I die. Mr. Shane, are we saying that two plus two, if you say it's four, that's racist? I mean, that sounds like we may be mischaracterizing it. What, uh, if you can quickly sum it up. No, that's not mischaracterizing it at all. It's Math is basically racist under this ideology because it says there is no such thing as an objective reality. So four might not be the right number. Two plus two might actually equal five. What? I mean, are you serious? It's not my first time hearing that. <laughs> But just in case some of you people out there have not heard that, what in the actual hell are we dealing with in this country? Okay? Seriously. 
Chris Martin said, remember when Biden told a worker at the plant when he was running for office, Biden told the worker, I don't work for you. He was lying, y'all. He works for everyone except for the American people. Good point, Chris. But, you know, we don't have to believe his words. All you got to do is look around. That's why I say as Donald Trump is running again. Look at Donald Trump's record until the last month or so when COVID hit. But look at Donald Trump's record and look at uh, Joe Biden's. That's it. That's all you got to do. Logically and common sense wise. Good morning to Lloyd Travis in the house today. So that's all you got to do, y'all, is look at that. But two plus two may not be four, you guys, because four is racist, so it may be five. This wants me to literally kick somebody, which I'm not going to do. But that's how dumb it is. That's how dumb it is. And look, I don't call for violence. I don't even like war. I don't I don't want to be in war. I don't want to be these warmongers like never Nikki Haley, you know, making money and building mansions and massive money off of war. Literally, war. Like Mike said, the utterly stupid stupidity of this. It's astounding, y'all. If nothing else, it is, <laughs> it's so dumb that it's hard to talk about, okay? It just is. It's so dumb that it is hard to talk about. But one story we're going to definitely get in right now because we have to. I mean, we have to get this in. So Texas had decided to support their own border with their own constitution, which they have that right. They have that right. And uh, they put the razor wire up, and it was effective, actually. It was working. It was helping with the illegal crossings that Biden encourages. Now, this is a message from Greg Abbott. I don't know if y'all heard, but the Supreme Court voted against Texas last night, yesterday. Okay? Greg said, Mr. Abbott said, I will continue to defend Texas constitutionally authority to secure the border and prevent the Biden administration from destroying the property, and he should. You know, people are calling for him to defy the Supreme Court, and I don't know about you guys, but this is not going to get any better, y'all. This is not going to get any better. I was going through watching videos last night from people in Texas, y'all. They're fed up. They're fed up. They are now, they being the Joe Biden administration, are threatening to arrest the National Guard, the military, and the law enforcement in Texas for actually doing their job, what Joe Biden has not done. Joe Biden has led to a deadly insurrection on the southern border. That's what Joe Biden's done for three consecutive years, people. And therefore, this is via Stephen Miller, legal analyst, for three consecutive years, therefore, 
ineligible under the 14th Amendment and should be disqualified accordingly. Correct. Correct. So, Texas has a legal right, y'all, to protect the borders if the Fed won't. But guess what? Guess what? Unfortunately, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, y'all, of all people, the Supreme Court just ruled five to four that the Biden administration can remove the physical bearers in Texas and put their border and stop the invasion. And by the way, this was Amy Barrett and John Roberts, okay, on a five to four ruling. They're supposed to be massively conservative judges. Our country is completely screwed, you guys. I mean, seriously. This is what it's come to, y'all. These are Trump-appointed. Well, Barrett, Amy, Amy Barrett was Trump-appointed for these kind of issues. We're going to be right back with Mary Jo Perry. Don't go anywhere. And we're coming right back at you on uh, Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Do not go anywhere. All right, y'all, we're back. We are back, in fact. We have uh, Mary Jo Perry that's going to be coming on the show here in just a second. I uh, just want to let you know before we get going on that, that uh, today being uh, January 23rd, y'all, it's a Tuesday. It is primary day in the uh, great state of New Hampshire. Hopefully they do the right thing. Never Nikki. Never ever Nikki. So uh, hopefully they do the right thing. So anyway, I've been wanting to get this fantastic lady on the show for quite a while now. And uh, she is going to be with us now live on the radio. And which I think is important for everyone to hear what all she has going on. Her name is Mary Jo Perry. Now, if you don't know her, you probably should know her. Because she's one of the good folks out there fighting every single day against the tyranny again, for your freedom. Not against your freedom, but for your freedom. Are you there, Mary? I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing good. Thank you for having me on. You're quite welcome. Let me get started this way. First of all, so tell everybody the organizations you involve, you're involved with, what your position on that, and what your position is on those. And for anybody that might not know, as you as you know, I told you yesterday, we are uh, we do go across the country on the podcast, but we're also local in the Tri County, Rankin, Hines, Madison area. So, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody what's going on. Sure, thank you. So, <clears throat> my name is Mary Jo Perry, like you said, and um, as of about, I guess it's it's been twelve years now. Um, 12 years ago, I've been involved on a grassroots level organizing the people of Mississippi. I feel like we have lost our voice, or we don't realize that we have a voice, don't know how to amplify it, and get things done in Jackson that need to be done to make Mississippi a better place for our families. What originally got me involved was um, my youngest son, who is now 20, when he got his kindergarten shots, um, within 72 hours, he was having seizures in his bed, in the hallway, in my kitchen. Um, and when my doctor wrote a letter to the health department three times, they denied a medical exemption, and he was fully vaccinated for all intents and purposes. He lacked one pertussis booster um, out of five. 
So he was, he was five years old and he had had four pertussis shots and they, they would not let him go to school without a fifth one. Now you and I have probably not had a pertussis shot in many, many years. But what I found out was that in other states, doctors can write a medical exemption to the school for a vaccine. But in Mississippi, they have it set up where a parent has to go to the doctor. The doctor has to make an application with the State Department of Health where a bureaucrat who has never seen your child, who has never looked at their medical records, doesn't know their family history, can arbitrarily decide whether or not your child can go to school or not. Well, Jacob was not able to go to kindergarten in Mississippi. And what I eventually learned was that children like Jacob could go to school in any other state in the country except Mississippi. And I discovered that when I went to the Capitol to try to start working on getting this changed, that legislators kind of, and, and, the, and the health department beat their chest like they're proud of our vaccine coverage rates. But they've achieved that first in the nation status in vaccine coverage rates by throwing children like my little Jacob under the bus. Now, I enjoyed staying home with him for kindergarten, and I, I've homeschooled and have really enjoyed it. And I have no regrets there. But I couldn't help but think about the single mother who had no option, what would have happened to her child? Or the, the family, you know, maybe they just need two incomes. And, I, and as I started looking at the laws around the country, I realized that Mississippi was a radical outlier and that not only did we have a ridiculously difficult medical exemption, but we also don't have any sort of religious or personal belief exemption. And at the time, we were one of only two states in the country. So for the past... For the past decade, I've been working on building the grassroots, and, you know, with, with COVID, our army doubled in size. And I had always said, when there is a vaccine aimed at the arms of grown men and their jobs are threatened, then we will have people's attention. And so that's exactly what we got. And I think that, I think that the whole narrative around vaccines, the whole culture, the, the ideas that we have around vaccines is changing. Um, there's a lot more question now, and and I just need for listeners to know that it is not only COVID vaccines that have not been proven 100% safe. If you go vaccine by vaccine and look at the vaccines that our children are getting today, starting with the hepatitis B vaccine, the package insert that comes with that vaccine that's given to babies on the first day of life when they're about an hour old was followed for four days for safety in one brand, and I think there's two brands, and the other brand was followed for five days for adverse events. I have called the vaccine manufacturers, and they tell me that was the data that they used to get it approved by the FDA that's published on that vaccine package insert. So I think that um, people are finally waking up and starting to explore that. Our group is currently at, I think I sent out, the last email I sent out, it was like 8,300, and we don't, we don't, by email list. We don't blast people that, you know, I don't get lists from other people and then solicit membership from those. These are people that come to our organization and they sign up to be a part of it. And, um, and so, you know, over the years we went from in 2012 from a, a, a little Facebook group of mostly moms. Um, and, and then we, we founded a 501 C3 and then we realized that until we started playing hardball with the big boys that we were not going to get anything done. So uh, about three years ago, we formed a PAC and have been getting involved in funding candidates for elections. And, and since we have started playing hardball, I have gotten apologies from people in leadership positions at the Capitol and um, all of branches extended, et cetera. So, so 
you know, it, it took us a long time to learn that, that sending thank yous and baking cookies was not working, <laughs> but we finally figured it out. <laughs> and, um, and now, you know, now that, now that we've gotten some things done, such as we got a bill passed in 2022 that banned, um, COVID vaccine mandates in Mississippi by any state funded institution. Um, it also provided that all employers must honor a religious exemption and, and then, and, and also that they could never mandate the COVID shot for children in school. Um, that's the first thing that we got done. Then, um, in April of this year, we won, uh, a lawsuit in federal court. So we had seven, I think it was seven altogether Mississippi families who uh, challenged the fact that we don't have a religious exemption. And, you know, the fact is a lot, a lot of people are not aware, but even I've, I know pediatricians that have not been aware that, that many of our vaccines for children today that are mandated are, are cultured on cell lines of babies who were aborted back in the sixties and seventies. And they have these cell lines that replicate over and over again, and they use these cell lines as a substrate to grow virus on, and then they either kill or modify the virus, and that's what the antigen is for the vaccine. It's a little science-y, but. Wow. Um, so there are a lot of Christian parents that are opposed to that. <clears throat> so, so these parents put their children in school intentionally with a religious exemption, and when they were rejected, they filed a suit in federal court against our state AG, Lynn Fitch, and against our state health officer, uh, Dr. Daniel Edney. And in April of 2023, in a historic bench ruling that affects the entire country, Mississippi parents won the lawsuit against the state of Mississippi, and Mississippi now has a religious exemption to vaccines. At the time, we were, we were like the only state the only state in the South, in the Bible Belt, and we're considered the most religious state, yet we just, you know, our legislators for 12 years fought against allowing a religious exemption in Mississippi. We had to file a suit in federal court, cost the state a couple million dollars probably, and won. So that's pretty much brings you to date where I am with that. Um, we've also started a conservative coalition movement, and um, we've got new groups popping up everywhere. We've got one on the coast. We've got one that's been meeting for over two years in Flowood, Mississippi at Riverside Church. And then there's one in Tupelo, one in Oxford, and one in DeSoto. We've got a new one coming up in the Delta. So uh, my intentions are to organize the same way that we've organized the medical freedom group and um, hopefully grow the biggest grassroots organization the state's ever seen and empower the people that their vote does count. But even more than that, they need to know who their legislators are, how to contact them, how to follow a bill through the legislature. And so that's what we're leading them and teaching them how to do. The, the medical freedom organization, if people are interested, is Mississippi Parents for Vaccine Rights. It's mpvr.org, or the PAC is, MP, and it's, the PAC is, our, is where we put most of our information. It's mpvrpac. PAC, PAC is a political action committee for people who don't know. mpvrpac.com. And um, you can join there. You can donate. Um, our funds go to fund, mostly fund candidates for office who, are, um, who sign a, a pledge to support medical freedom. Um, and then our brand new and still a little clunky, uh, we're still working on under construction website uh, for conservative coalition is conservative MS.com. All right. So I was going to, um, first of all, this is all mind blowing, but it's, it's surreal. I uh, stopped by, there was a bus that's traveling through. I think they told me yesterday that they were in their 16th or 17th state already. 
And it just completely, not only is it heart-wrenching, but uh, to see all the signatures that were signed on those buses, or on that bus, rather, from people who have either died or have a lot of medical problems from autism all the way to physical unfortunate problems from the hospital protocols, remdesivir, and obviously from different type vaccines and hospital protocols. I'll tell you, it was eye-opening. I mean, it really was. So explain kind of what that was. It's very moving to see that. Yeah, it is. Explain kind of what that bus is doing around the country for anyone. Sure. So so the idea of the bus started back in, it was either 2016 or 2017, when Del Bigtree who is a uh, Emmy award winning producer um, used to do, he's a medical journalist and, and he sort of broke off on his own when he uncovered or he found out about this, this scandal at the CDC that had been uncovered and nobody was talking about it. So he left the daytime talk show, the doctors where he, you know, he was one of the main producers and he, uh, he produced a documentary about this scandal at the CDC where there was a cover up. He produced a movie called Vaxxed from cover-up to catastrophe. And if, if you've not seen that, it, I think it's like $4 to pay for it. You might can find a bootleg version somewhere, but it's backed from cover-up to catastrophe, and it will just, you talk about blow your mind, it will blow your mind. Um, we, have, we have so much corruption at the CDC, and there's so much money behind childhood vaccines. Um, and for, for listeners who don't know, when, when your child goes to the, to the doctor at two months, for their checkup, they get typically eight vaccines. Now, there may be some parents that say, oh, my child didn't get that. What they need to remember is that every one of those needles, most of those needles that they're getting has more than one vaccine in it. So, so children are getting um, the, the recommend, if you go to cdc.gov and you look at the childhood schedule, a two-month-old gets eight different vaccines. So when your child goes and gets those eight vaccines, nobody, no one, is liable. The drug company is not liable. The doctor's not liable. The clinic's not liable. The government that required your state government that requires them, not nobody, nobody, but that tiny baby and their health and their very life. So back when, when the movie was produced, we crowdfunded and got the movie into 12 sold out theaters across the state. And people did this all over the country. It kind of started a movement. And there was a, there was an RV And it looked a lot like the one that you saw yesterday. And it said, vaxxed, um, our children are not government property. And that bus went from state to state. And the one that you saw yesterday, this this original one, had probably triple or quadruple the names crammed on it. And when, and it was children. So, so, so when you... When you approach that bus and you see all the names of those tiny babies that had had, they would have like the day they were born, the day they passed away and their name. And, you know, they give them a number. And it was like looking at the Vietnam wall, except these children did not sign up for this and they have no voice. There's nobody speaking for them. That's right. Except for these, these parents, you know. So um, that's how it started. That bus kind of got filled up and they have parked it. I expect that one day it will be in a museum somewhere, possibly the CDC museum next to the Tuskegee experiment. So, um, so when, you know, now that, now that, um, you know, COVID vaccine injuries have come to the forefront, we've had, you know, so much happen in the past four years. 
they are traveling around the country in a brand new, bigger RV, and they've turned it into a mobile studio. And like you said, they've been in 17 states. They're traveling all 50. They do different legs, you know, of their trips so that they can make the you know the whole country. But um, but but what they do is they they invite people to come to maybe a local park or wherever it is that they're going to be parking, and you can sign up to tell your story about a loved one or even about yourself uh, that was injured or killed by vaccines. You lost your job, what you witnessed in the hospital as a healthcare worker, you know, as far as vaccine bullying Um, and people tell their stories and they post them on children's health defense website. Now children's health defense is an organization that was started by Robert F. Kennedy jr. He has stepped down while he's campaigning for president, but the organization is his and, you know, many people don't realize what a huge advocate he is for the people. Uh, he is the biggest environmental attorney of our time. He, um, he, he defeated the makers of Roundup Monsanto, who are now owned by Bayer. I, and they're still that. paying out billions of dollars to cancer victims um, who have been poisoned by Roundup that we were told was safe. Sure. Um, that you could drink it. <laughs> so, but he, he, also, he also is an advocate of clean water for children. I don't know. Do you look at the water reports? I, I noticed our water report in Mississippi. Um, yes. It's been in the past three months or so. 98% of our water is contaminated with forever chemicals and lead. Right. And here's an interesting story. I mean, she's passed away now, but my mother was worked for the water uh, company for uh, like 40 years before she retired. And she used to go around the state of Mississippi. And of our children are riddled with autoimmune disease yeah. today. And she would go so around the state of Mississippi. So Children's Health Defense is sponsoring this bus. As yeah. they travel around, collect stories, they post them on Children's Health Defense.org. And anyone can go there and watch them. Right. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. So if you, when we were talking about water in Mississippi, right? Yes. I was saying my mother worked for the water department for like 30, 40 years, and she would go around the state of Mississippi, and this was back in the 90s uh, where technology was not what it is today. But she always told me, you know, and she sat on many, well, went to many board meetings and begged and pleaded with people to do something about the water. Of course, she didn't have a large enough voice back then. And the right title or position, unfortunately. But she always told me, you know, the water is broken in Mississippi. It just is. And that's unfortunate. It is tainted in a bad way. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. I mean, I've been realizing it a long time. I've also known for many years because I read a lot and I've read a lot of his books. But RFK has been, (laughs) he has been fighting these cruel people that are doing these vaccines to children for many, many, many years. So good for him. You know what I mean? Good for him. Yes, I, I, yeah, he's, he is one of the few who listened to the mothers when the mothers were being patted on the head and sent on their way as hysterical. He listened. And so I have a lot of respect for him. Um, MPBR actually hosted him along with the faith community in Jackson in October. And it was an incredible event. Um, you know, where he, he, he said that we're personal friends. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I can say, say that so much, but we, you know, we've texted back and forth a good bit and, and, and he's a good man. 
He really, he really is. Like I've, I've followed him long enough to know that he's a good man. Now, conservatives, you know, we have been trained, I think, by the rhino establishment to have a disdain for environmentalism. I think that there is a, there's a middle ground that we're completely missing by being polarized. Um, you know, certainly. I, I grew up, and I, you and I talked about this yesterday. I grew up in New Jersey. We had a huge Sibagaygi spill that poisoned our whole community, and there was a government cover-up. My brother, who was 23 months older than me, and the boy that lived next door to us got the same one in a million autoimmune disease. My brother passed away at 29, and the, the boy that lived next door to us is still alive today, but he's had a liver transplant and looking at another one, and he's chronically sick, never, never could have children or anything. It's, it's just it's horrible. We had attorneys knocking on our doors, just sort of like on Aaron Brockovich, if you've watched that. Uh, if you've not watched it, it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. But, you know, it's this, this little kind of redneck girl, and she, she takes on this big corporate giant that's poisoning a, a poor community. But we had, we had attorneys knocking on our doors and, and asking us if we had children in the house with, with brain cancer. And my sister's best friend actually died at eight years old with brain cancer. It was three houses down from us. The lady that lived across the street from us died of brain cancer. The lady, lived that, the lady that lived diagonally across the street, because we lived on a corner, she died of liver cancer. And there was a huge government cover-up. You know, these, these big corporations are wealthy, and they discharge garbage, and they have spills and everything else and poison the people. And, you know, and the media has us polarized into you're either for the, you know, the Green New Deal or, you know, or you're, you're a conservative and you believe that, that, you know, the government shouldn't be regulating businesses. But somewhere in the middle is the answer that makes sense, and we've got to get to a place where we understand that. I saw this, this new electric uh, vehicle battery plant that they just held a special session to approve in North Mississippi. And I think our tax dollars are fixing to pay over a half a billion dollars for them to come to Mississippi. And my first question is, what kind of emissions do they put out? Yeah, I did see the and same who's story. And who's going to be babysitting that to make sure that they don't poison the community? Yeah, I saw the same Because that's a problem. Thing. Yep. And, and why, are we, why are we funding these big corporations when I know small businesses all over Mississippi that are having to close their doors? Yeah, that's probably the biggest question and that that I've heard, honestly. And and it's so true because first of all, not just Mississippi, but all around the country right now, people are struggling the, that people being the small businesses. And those people have always been the fabric of this country. Absolutely. Which, and they almost ruined it, literally, with COVID, the mandates and the shutdowns. They almost ruined it. Okay, they did. It came very, very close, and uh, with the evil Dr. Fauci, you know. And I mean, look, mm-hmm. I have nothing nice to say about him. I will say this: uh, a, a video resurfaced, um, <laughs> and I, uh, an audio clip resurfaced, resurfaced rather. It's been proven that uh, the Dr. Fauci. It's, it's so ide- ideological, and it's really about money. And it's so connected to Big Pharma when it comes to that guy. It just is. Going all the way back to the HIV in the 80s, it's always been evil, greed, money, power, control with him. Okay? Yep. And, I, you know, people always say, well, I mean, Trump brought 
Fauci in. But what these people need to realize is they depend on <laughs> they depend on health officials to tell the truth, and unfortunately, he didn't tell the truth. Now, do I think Trump should have probably known? Maybe, maybe yes, he should have known, but he didn't. Just like uh, in our state and so many other states, they were depending on the public health domain. But what they didn't realize is the public health domain. <laughs> they they're they're listening to the people like Fauci. So that's you know, right. Everybody bought into the whole thing. Uh, two weeks to flatten the curve turns in, turned into a mm -hmm. lifetime of insanity. And mm -hmm. here's a direct. It's, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I I had a um, some friends of mine who are actually heading up the Tupelo Conservative Coalition. He's he's a pharmacist, and they they sent me copies of two different brands of COVID vaccine package inserts. Now, if you've never seen a package insert that comes with a vaccine, when you fold it out, it's like thin, like Bible paper, you know, and, and you, you fold it, you unfold it all the way out. And it's almost as, it's probably three quarters as tall as I am. And it's usually got tiny print on both sides. The COVID vaccine inserts ha are completely blank and they say intentionally left blank. So I was at a meeting on the coast when we were kicking off the Gulf Coast meeting, and there was a man there. He's real involved in politics, and he said to me, you know, I didn't take the vaccine until we had more information. Well, I happened to have those package inserts with me, and I took them out, and I said, is this the information you had? Because this is all your doctor had. This is all your pharmacist had. This is all the information they had. Nothing. They have no information. Yeah, I mean. And, and when we were asked to have it released, it was, what, 75 years they said right, they were right. trying to get 75 years to release it. But, um, but Del Bigtree, this producer that I was telling you, um, produced Vaxxed, the movie that, that uh, documented this cover-up um, over the MMR vaccine at the CDC. Um, he, they sued. He, they sued. And, and they, they got, they're getting all the information released. All of the data. I did so, read that, and that's fantastic. People yeah, should that, know. People need to know. And, and there's, there's no informed consent. There's no informed consent whatsoever. And people think that because, because they, because, because they, their doctor said that it's safe and effective, that it's safe and effective. But the fact is the doctor is listening to, like you said, he's listening to the bureaucrats at the CDC. That's where they get their information. Right. You know, when, when they say, well, I trust my doctor, well, you t do you trust Fauci? Because Fauci is where he gets his information. That's where your doctor gets their information. They're all of their guidelines. My doctor told me this. He said, Mary Jo, I don't know really anything about vaccines. What I know is what they tell me. If they tell me vaccinate everyone over 65 with two pneumococcal vaccines, that's what I do. Yep. And that's where they and get the information that's, that's how, from. That's, they, they don't, they don't, he told me he doesn't, they don't have time. They don't have time to read. That's why I was telling you, you know, that there are pediatricians that don't realize they, you know, they've got scriptures on their wall in the waiting room where parents bring their children. And they're like, I'm bringing my baby to a Christian doctor. And, you know, they totally trust that doctor. Well, these same doctors, I know for a fact, my sister goes to one of them. He's a good man. Vaccinating children for decades, daily, many, 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 many children. And when she told him that she had a problem with the chickenpox vaccine because it was cultured on the cell lines of aborted babies, and she's a nurse, mother of four, he looked at her and he said, where are you getting that? And she said, go get the package insert. And she showed him. He never, ever read the package insert, never looked at it. And so, so these doctors are strictly doing 
what the government tells them to do. And the insurance companies give them bonuses for doing what the government tells them to do. So a child under the age of two going to your pediatrician is considered in the literature for incentives for physicians for Blue Cross is called a numerator hit when they are completely vaccinated on time every time under the age of two. And when they have a certain percentage of the children in their clinic under the age of two uh, that are numerator hits, they get a huge bonus at the end of the year per child. It's disgusting. And keep in mind, that doctor is not liable. So when you take your little baby to the doctor and you start getting the big high-pressure sales pitch on vaccines and the guilt trip, you need to remember that doctor is getting a big old bonus to pay for his Mercedes when he's putting the pressure on you to get that vaccine. It's no different. I've, I've heard testimonies of pediatricians that said they couldn't keep their doors open if they didn't vaccinate. It's what they do. Yeah, and it's no different than drug reps uh, back when we were younger going from office to office or hospital to hospital getting people hooked on opioids and et cetera. I mean, it it was all about money, you know. Mm -hmm. This is going to help the people. And guess where the doctors, they get their information from, like we just said, so-called scientists, so-called professionals, which really all of them have a big agenda in it. I'm going to play an audio clip from Dr. Fauci. This one is unbelievable. It just resurfaced last night. It's really hard to find this one. I hope you can hear it too, but you should be able to. But it's the craziest thing ever. Now, this newly resurfaced interview reveals what he really wanted out of all those COVID mandates. Once people feel empowered and protected legally, you were going to have schools universities and colleges are going to say, you want to come to this college, buddy, you're going to get vaccinated. It's been proven that when you make it difficult for people in their lives, they lose their ideological bull and they get vaccinated. I mean, can you believe that? Wow. It's been, I know you'll send that clip to me. (laughs) Of course. But if they, so he said, (laughs) Once people feel empowered and protected and, you know, going through all this, but when they lose, they will lose their ideological BS and get, look, this guy to me is one of the most evil people ever in charge of anything. I totally agree. But, you know, we could sit here and bash Fauci forever, but the point being in our own state of Mississippi, Thomas Dobbs was a mini Foucher, Fauci, he just was. And that's why he hauled booty out of the state real fast-like and real quick-like because Tate Reeves was listening to him, you know? You know, he was. I had had tea one afternoon with um, Dr. Dobbs and Representative Dan Eubanks and two of my other leaders. And we were talking about religious exemptions because he can sit, Dr. Dobbs considers himself a Christian. And you know what he said to me? It just, it just blows my mind. The arrogance just blows my mind. He said that, that if we allowed religious exemptions to vaccines, then people would, would think they were hearing from the Lord telling them not to vaccinate when it wasn't really the Lord. They were just scared of vaccines. <laughs> and I just I, thought, I, I mean, who do you think you are? Well, I'll tell I you. Just, I, I mean, I just, who does he think he is? It's, we we went it's up the against, arrogance of that. We went up against that dude every day when I was playing live music, and they and we were called non-essential. So 
I went to the Capitol. We went up against that dude. He literally hated me because I called his office every single day, nonstop. I love you for that. And I had a, I had a army of people doing this because all of that BS with the mandates, you know, and these people, like you said, they're narcissist. They think they, yep. you know, they think they can tell you what to do, how to do it. And guess what? You have to listen because I'm a public health official. That doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. Right. Uh, I mean, sorry. It used to mean something in this country. It doesn't anymore because of craziness and of course money. I mean, you always have to follow the money. It just, it just works that way in the country. It's evil. It is very evil. They're always attacking Christians and all of that. You know, we know what's happening. We're not stupid. They just think we're stupid. But anyway, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, obviously. And it's very important to get these messages out to the public because uh, who else is going to do it if we don't? People are like exactly D. right. People are like D. I mean, you get on the radio. I mean, are you being mean? I'm like mean. That's juvenile. I'm not being mean. I'm just trying to get the right information out. Of course, I'm going to get called names and all, but I don't care. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Instead of getting mad at them, I would rather try to educate them. Though I don't, you know, I don't want to get mad at them. I just tell people. Well, it's a sad day when truth telling the truth is considered to be mean, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's like mean. I mean, if you want to know mean, you should have been around when we were growing up. <laughs> but no, you know, it's like uh, okay. I mean, I get it. I'm not for anybody getting bullied. I never have been. I'm not for any of that. But at the same time, it's like you have to weigh your options. And the way that I have began to do this with my movement, being radio podcasts and, and getting the word out, is, you know, I encourage people, look, I'm just, I just have a microphone. I'm not telling you what to do. But if you go do your own research... You're going to figure it out. You're going to. But you got to give it a chance and do the research. And then you're going to figure out right. that you've been lied to your entire life about a lot of stuff. Okay? And once you... It is so hard for people to admit. It's actually harder for someone to admit that they've been lied to for their whole life than it is for someone who's lied their whole life. It's really hard to admit. And... uh you know, there's that saying ignorance is bliss. I always say ignorance is bliss until it's not, <laughs> you know, right. it, it, we can, we can ignore the truth, the uncomfortable truth and shun the truth. But eventually, eventually you're going to pay a price for that. You are. And guess what? The truth isn't never been easy. <laughs> and I, I tell people, look, the truth is not, it's not about being easy, but it is a necessity. It is. It's a necessity. And, is everybody going to tell the truth? Of course not. We're never going to have that country and or that world. It's just not happening. But you do have to do your own research, whatever that may be, whether it's at church, whether it's with a friend, whether it's online or family member, whatever. You just do your own research and figure out for your own self. And therefore, guess what? You will be empowered Empowered, brother, excuse me. You will be empowered with knowing, you know what, 
these people have been lying to me for my entire life. Mm -hmm. Does it feel bad? Yeah, it feels bad. Does it make you angry? Yeah, it makes you angry. But it, it is a necessary part of life, in my opinion, this opinion-based show. In my opinion, it's a necessary tool to do research and see what these evil people, who are mainly people that are not Christian, obviously, who are not looking out for you, me, or anybody else. They're only looking out for power, money, control. That's it. Three things. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I understand like we had, we had, um, yesterday, for instance, we had a nurse show up to, you know, to see the bus, the, the children's health defense bus and all the names written on it. And, and I asked her, I said, are you going to tell your story? And she said, I just, I don't know, you know, about what she witnessed at work. Cause she's, she's still employed as a nurse. And, um, and I said, it feels really good to carry the truth. Like there, to me, there's no better feeling, whether it's the gospel of Jesus Christ or the truth about what, you know, about, about our vaccines being cultured on the cell lines of aborted babies. I, it just, it feels, it, it may be hard at first, but once you get started telling the truth and you realize even, even if your voice shakes, they say, even if your voice shakes the first time and the second time, it gets addicting to tell the truth because it's so profitable to tell the truth and to share the truth. And I just, you know, I just want to encourage anyone who we had, you know, we should have had based on the, you know, how everybody was blowing my phone up during when they were losing their jobs over COVID call Mary Jo, the vaccine lady, she knows what to do. There should have been an inundation of people waiting to tell their stories yesterday. And yet we had less than a dozen, which really is more than we had time for. But my point is, people are still scared to tell their story. And so I just want to encourage anyone who has a story, if you had a reaction to the vaccine, if you had a family member that did, lost somebody to a vaccine, hospital protocol, lost a child, see an injury in your child, speak up about it. Speak up, because that's the only way that we're ever going to change things. And, and you know, social media is a good place to do it. You just have to be careful with how you say things. If you say the word, if you type out the word vaccine, they're going to sit on your post. You almost have to speak in code. But, but everywhere you go, tell people, this is what happened. Because yeah. you, could, you could wind up saving somebody's life. Right. I've got you could a, wind up saving somebody's life. I've got a doctor in response to what you're saying, okay? And, but, I mean, they're not. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, they're not being ugly. They're just responding on a couple of things you said. Um, they just don't want their name, and that's fine. You know, hey, I'm cool with that. You don't have to. Uh, one thing about my show, if you don't feel like you need to tell me your name, that's okay. Really, it's okay. It's a free country. But I want you to at least have a place to talk about whatever you want to talk about. But uh, she said, I just happened upon your show this morning. Yay. She said, uh, there's a couple of things, though, the speaker is saying, because she's a doctor, a family doctor. One being that she, in fact, is not on any government payroll and never gotten a bonus. But most of us have encouraged vaccines because we've eradicated some diseases. Now, now don't get me wrong. So before you, uh, they just, they, they get they don't want to be put in the category, she said, of no difference than I defund, defunding the police notion. 
because most of us are so defeated right now, by the way, and can't make it financially. So pediatrics now makes less than a cell phone salesman like defunding the police. So, I, you know, I don't know what to make of that. I can't explain whether she's totally against you or not because it's not my comment. But what I can tell you is, what do you say to that? I mean, what do you say to that? Oh, I, I, I would love to address that. You know, we have a lot of we have a lot of doctors and nurses. Matter of fact, when when MPVR doubled in size, it was it was mostly doctors and nurses. We had neurosurgeons sending us money to put billboards up. I mean, we've we've had a, you know we've got my so to go back to what she was saying on government payroll. It is not the government that's giving bonuses. It's Blue Cross, and it's only to pediatricians. It's not to family doctors. It's a program for pediatricians, and it's called it's it's I think it's funded by Every Child by Two. Um, it's an initiative, um, and and so I don't I don't I don't really know where the the insurance companies are getting the money to pay these doctors, but it's a fact, and I actually have the documentation on that. But it's for pediatricians only. So what we're finding is that a lot of parents who are not willing to go to pediatricians anymore uh, because when they go, they get this high pressure sales. Like a mom with a newborn does not want to be, go to the doctor's office to get her baby weighed and measured and you know check their milestones to be cornered and shamed, and they are, we've got recordings of it, um, because they don't want to give their breastfed only child staying at home with mom eight vaccines at their first appointment. And, and I understand that doctors are struggling and defeated because people are walking away because we've lost faith, because we haven't been told the truth. And, and part of that is because our doctors have been trained in medical schools where they're not educated on vaccines. They, I, I, they all say they don't get an education on vaccines, maybe 30 minutes to an hour. But mostly what they're told is this is what you give when, and they don't read the package insert. They don't look into them. And you've got these moms who are just as smart as any doctor that can read the science, that are reading the package inserts, and they've lost faith. So to a doctor, I would say, if you would become a truth teller and an advocate for your patients to make their own informed decisions, they would, people would be knocking your doors down. I get messages and calls on the daily from parents who want to find a doctor who will not bully them. It's a problem. Matter of fact, in the state of Mississippi, if your child is not vaccinated, you can't find a pediatrician. So we send them to family doctors because family doctors are not incentivized the way pediatricians are. And I, and I, and I can see also, I, I can see feeling defeated. I would feel defeated. I, I, we've got nurses now that are, that are doing hair and nails. Yeah. Because they're sick of the system. I, met, I think doctors I are burned out yesterday. from being caught between between a system and and caring for their patients, and that, it, that's a sad place to be. But I think that it, that if doctors would start, you know, advertising, I'm I'm here for you. I'm not working for Blue Cross. I'm not, you know, we're here to serve you. Where we want to be involved in shared decision making. We have this information for you. Start informing your patients. People today have, you know, they say don't Google, but yet. I mean, I can get on, I can get on cdc.gov and look at the same information they look at. I can, I can pull up on fda.gov. I can pull up any package insert. I can Google scholarly articles. I mean, we, we can read and, and people are educated today and they want information. And an informed patient is a good patient, but, but, but I think that the days are coming to a close where a patient goes in and a doctor just pops out pills or treatments or whatever and sends people on their way. People want, want information and they want to know that they can trust that their doctor is doing the research and not just following what the CDC 
and the bureaucracy is sending down to them. And, you know, the other thing is like, like our biggest adversary, our biggest adversary at, at the Capitol has been the Mississippi Medical Association. Yeah, I heard And that. I just I saw the other day where uh, Representative Nick Bain, who's always opposed our bills, made this big announcement on social media so out of touch with the fact that it wouldn't be received well that he's now lobbying for the Mississippi Medical Association. Well, we could have predicted that. He's not a representative anymore. He's got a big lobbying position. So I think um, yeah. And what I like to maybe tell- we're in a transition and it's a good thing. And what I like to tell people is this. Okay, and this is what, and it's really the truth, and it's the best way to look at it. Okay, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, especially if you're against anything that the government is pushing, they're going to shut your voice down. Well, that should be a wake-up call, hey. But I like to tell people when a doctor, because I do obviously talk about the Department of Education being tainted on the show a lot. And I have some personal friends of mine that are school teachers, obviously, and some personal friends of mine that are doctors, whatever. And I just tell them, I'm like, look, and I say it on the air and I'll say it now. This doesn't mean every single doctor, y'all. This doesn't mean every single teacher when we talk about these things. It just means that it's happening in a big way and people should open their eyes. That's all. It doesn't mean. Absolutely. My parents were both school teachers. And because of the system, I'll tell any parent, pull your kids out. If you can pull them out, pull them out. Um, because, because of what's going on today. And, um, you but know, it's you not any teacher's fault. It, well, I mean, in some Absolutely. cases it the is. Teachers are, are stuck in the middle. Right. Well, the good ones, unfor- I mean, unfortunately, are. But then there's some that go along with the crazy agenda. And those are, that's a whole nother story. Uh, But, like, you know, I know a a bunch of good, very, very, very good family doctors who, I wouldn't say they buck the system, but I trust them. They, uh, you know, they're not out looking for the money and the blue crosses and the, you know, government telling them what to do. But these are not pediatric doctors. These are family doctors, you know, and they're well-informed and they don't uh, buy into all that crazy stuff, so... There are some. You know, Darryl, some you and I, you and I were talking. We were talking yesterday about how we're close in age. When when I was a child, we didn't we didn't have a pediatrician. We had a family doctor. No, we never had one and, when and I, I was growing up. Nope. Right. We, we always had a family doctor. The whole family. Went. And and I think with you know with the explosion in 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 the vaccine schedule since 1986 when they indemnified you know drug makers from vaccine manufacturers from liability. There's been this explosion in, you know, the number of vaccines. Along with that, the pediatric profession has grown. And now it's almost like it, it's topping out, like pe- parents are getting the picture now. Now, I think, I think there's, a, there's a place for pediatrics. I'm not saying that there's not, but um, I just, I just don't, I, you know, like I said, when, when parents come to me, that, and, and, and I hope this doctor's still listening because parents are desperate for somebody to bring their babies to desperate. Well, I mean, because they, the, the doctor is still are. listening because they're still texting, but I will. Okay. I, I, and honestly, I just want to, I want to say this though. So, I mean, this was a question before the doctor texts back. And I wanted to get to this question because this person, which is an anonymous text has asked the question three times. They said, is there any vaccine 
that you would suggest at all? And that's a good question. Is there? Yeah, I, I have people ask me that all the time. I'm, I am not going to give anyone medical advice. Well, not medical um, advice, just from your past experience and what you do. So we'll, well, we'll, I think that we'll, I think that every what every parent needs to do. This is this is what I tell parents that ask me this. What every parent needs to do is to read the vaccine insert. Um, I think it's six point one might be the section where the safety information is. You need to look at what the risk is of your child getting that disease. How dangerous is that disease? Is it treatable today? And then what could the possible side effects be? Right. Um, and, but, but most of all, if you're a Christian praying parent, to get on your face before the Lord and I mean, pray about it. There's nothing wrong with that. And, I mean, I'm all about and don't that. Do, and don't do anything until you have a piece about it. Exactly. Um, and that's like I, a, this, but I, will, I will say that I, I personally have been boosted for, for tetanus, but I didn't get a tetanus pertussis because I read the science on pertussis, and today's pertussis vaccine um, creates silent carriers. Okay. Yeah. And when we mandated the pertussis vaccine for middle school in 2011, now this is just information that I personally found digging around on the CDC. The, the stats were that, okay, so 20, about 2011, 2012, we mandated a middle school pertussis booster. By 2014, 2015, we had the highest numbers of pertussis that we've ever had in the United States since like 1948. And the highest Numbers of pertussis were in, guess what, young teenagers. So when I, when I went, read the science, and I know pertussis is also treatable with antibiotics if you catch it early. It's very treatable. I've had a pertussis shot when I was a baby. They were giving it back when, when you and I were little. Um, I don't know whether or not I'm immune to it. I got the whole cell, which was dangerous back then. They don't use that one anymore. But, but, but the point is that... I got a tetanus shot. I live on a farm. I've seen tetanus. I know it's ubiquitous in the environment. It is not contagious, but it also has a very high death rate. So I decided for myself, it had been like 35 years since I had one. Uh, I stepped on a nail that went completely through my foot. I had very little bleeding. And I went and I got a, a TD. You can't even get a tetanus standalone anymore, which is also part of the racket. I don't need a diphtheria vaccine. I just want a tetanus, but you can't get it. They still make it for animals, but not for humans. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not against all vaccines. I'm just for people having the information and making an informed decision. No, I understand that. And, and I'm that's also, what I was getting ready to for, say. That's exactly, what I, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. And, let, and let's just say this, okay? Because, you know, A, it just is what it is. That everybody should open their mouth and have an opinion because what we're talking about right now whether it be with this or whether it be with saving our country from illegal immigration and all these are the things that people need to be talking about and opinions are opinions and and you know what you have to do research on all of them now and why would you not want to do research on a vaccine here's my thing if let's say someone told me that I had cancer today and I do not want that to happen. So I'm not trying to conjure up any cancer, but if somebody told me I had cancer, I would research until my fingers were bruised. That's right. On ways that I felt comfortable with. Okay. I just would. 
because we still, even though it's being trampled on every day, we still live in a free country. So, yes, I agree with you. And I don't think all vaccines are bad. I'm definitely not as smart as you or the doctor that texted. And I'm not saying or trying to be. I'm not trying to be as smart. But I'm glad that doctors and yourself have an open format for opinions, which is free speech. You know what I mean? Free speech. And uh, everybody's going to have a different, well, not everybody, but most people will have a different opinion. And like you said earlier, I say the same about everything, but like you said about this, you should pray about it. And you should do your own research, read about it, see what the possible side effects are, talk to your family physician that you trust, and go from there. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, Absolutely. is that fair enough, wouldn't you say? It is. It is. And I'm not smart on the subject, like, I, I, but I don't claim to be, okay? I just don't. It's not my area. However, I, what I am is my area is talking to people openly and giving them free speech. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, that's another thing. This, you know, that would be a whole nother subject, and we're, we're going to run out of time, but that would be a whole nother subject. But really and truly, it's all connected because the CDC and the people like that, they don't want you to have free speech either, just like people from everything else that the Biden administration has been pushing on us is taking us further and further and further away from free speech. Right. I did And especially especially our doctors. If you're in healthcare, you can't talk. I understand. I hear the stories, I yep. promise. And I hear yep. the stories from nurses and I will tell you this. I really wanted to talk about it but we're completely out of time. But one of the most dangerous things in my opinion, and the thing that just is insane to me, is what is happening to the, gen the the mutilation of children under age changing their gender in their mind. That is pathetically insane and evil. Okay, and I talk about that a lot. But these are real things that parents need to be talking about. Don't be embarrassed. Get out and talk about it. Right? right. But anyway. Yeah. We're we're gonna be we're gonna be introducing the um the Parental Authority and Children's Health Care Act. And it hopefully will help us to protect families in Mississippi from this assault by, it just seems like the entire world, on, on the nuclear family. And, you know, we've had problems with parents having access to children's medical records online in Mississippi after they reach the age of 12. Yeah, and the child has to call right. and give my chart permission things. for their parents to access those records. Yeah, well, we live in a, in a world where, unfortunately, a small group of people have ruined it for everyone else. Mm -hmm. A small group of straight-up Marxists, communists, whatever you want to call them. There's plenty of names to call them. But when you follow the evil and you follow the money, you find out what they really are, like a Dr. Fauci or whoever you want to use for that example. But I want to say thank you so much, Mary Jo. We appreciate having you. Thank you. It was awesome. Give out your couple of websites real quick before we go, and then we're going to go ahead and close out for the day. Right. So so if you're, if you're interested in medical freedom, our website is mpvr.org.
PAC, that's mpvrpac.com. And our brand new conservative coalition is conservativems.com. And you can join there and we'll send out a text blast letting you know when the meetings are around the state. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And thanks for being on this show. Uh, Continue to spread the word and uh, we will see you soon. Have a fantastic day, okay? Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. And remember, we must stand up and unleash. Be a part of Unleashed. Until next time, let freedom ring loud. Unleashed. Uninhibited. Unapologetic.